Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Mike here. I'm not in the studio. I think you can hear me okay, though. Sorry for the laptop mic, but we've all been fascinated by what has happened over this past week with respect to a certain stock called GameStop. Now, full disclosure, I am not a financial professional who is licensed to give you investment advice. I used to be. And uh, what I want to talk about is uh, why Catholics are so incredibly interested in what's happening with GameStop and the Catholic response to what's happened. So what, what actually happened with GameStop? Well, very quickly, there are a bunch of hedge funds that are short on the stock. That means they're selling shares of the stock even though they don't actually own the shares. So they've entered into contracts in which they agree to sell shares for a specific price. They're betting against the price to go down. But the effect of a small stock like GameStop, that is not a huge company, certainly not a Fortune 500, the effect of a bunch of multi-billion dollar hedge funds selling short on those shares is to drive the price down. So in effect, these massive hedge fund managers are creating the destiny to which they need to make money. They're betting against the stock, and they're driving it down. They're causing it to go down. Therefore, they're making money by betting it down. So that creates a lot of downward pressure on the price of the stock. Now, a lot of people believe that our capital markets are very efficient and that all information is sort of known. This is called the efficient market hypothesis, in which all information is generally known by most people and everyone makes a rational decision in the market. Therefore, equities that are publicly traded are fairly priced. But what is not known, however, is just how powerful these hedge funds are. And that came to light this week when two or three large hedge funds came under what's called a short squeeze. And what caused the short squeeze? Guys like you and me. We were on Reddit. We saw the message boards. We said, hey, this is not fair what they're doing. They are deliberately driving down the price of the shares so that they can make a dollar. But if we can collectively get together, the Reddit community and other communities on Facebook, and buy the shares of stock, we can cause the shares to rise, put these guys in a short squeeze, and uh, eventually they'll either have to uh, cover their position or go belly up. And that's exactly what happened. So you saw shares of GameStop rise 700% one day, I think even more the next day. It's still up huge right now. It has an implied market value of billions of dollars. I had heard that the CEO of GameStop, who was brought in two years ago, has a uh, on-paper net worth now of, of more than a billion dollars because of this. Um, do I think that you should buy GameStop stock right now? No, I, I don't. Because we all know 
that, look, if you didn't get in, you missed it. I missed it. I was on a retreat, okay? I was offline. That's why you haven't seen me this week. This is why I'm in a hotel room. I'm headed back home right now. So if you didn't get in, and you, then you missed it. But what are the Catholic principles that are involved here? And there are two that I really want to talk about today. The first is called dissimulation, okay? Selling something that you don't have. What is dissimulation? Well, dissimulation is telling a truth, a partial truth, with the stated purpose, with the objective of misleading the person who hears that partial truth or allow, allowing them to fall into error. And that is exactly what is happening here. When you talk about selling something you don't have, imagine, here's what, here's what I imagine when, when somebody says selling something you don't have. You know who I think of? I think of this guy. Have you seen this kid? I guess he's a father now. When I first became aware of him, he was a brother, so somebody ordained him. Father Casey, OFM. Uh, this is a guy who put out a video yesterday that went sort of viral, and it says abortion is not that important. And what does he do? What does Father Casey do? He engages in what, I, what, is a, what is a sin called dissimulation. Dissimulation means to tell a partial truth in hopes of misleading people by the things that you didn't say. Here he is doing it. Everything the church teaches. Yikes. That is a tricky one. Like I said before, I'm a human being. Yikes indeed. Wow, yikes. I can't even subscribe to all the teachings of Holy Mother Church. I can't possibly tell you unequivocally that I believe in every single thing that Holy Mother Church teaches us. Well, this is obviously a sin against justice, uh, and if not a sin against charity. So this man proclaims a partial truth and deliberately goes out of his way to bash the pro-life movement, saying that people in the pro-life movement have idolized that movement and therefore have lost their place in heaven. He says if you become too pro-life and you don't care about things like immigration and the environment, then you'll go to hell. That's literally what he says in his eight-minute video. Don't watch it. Um, that's the summary. I mean, watch it if you want to. I mean, if you can fact-check all day long, but that's, that's fine. So why, why is this so, what does this have to do with hedge funds? Well, the hedge fund is engaging in a financial transaction by which it sells something that it doesn't have. It sells something that it doesn't make. It, in what other universe, ladies and gentlemen, are you and I allowed to sell something that we don't even have? Imagine if I sold your house. I didn't even have your house. And I signed the documents, and I said, I agree to deliver your house, 106 Main Street, you know, Indianapolis, whatever, wherever you live. And I enter into a contract to sell your house. I don't even have your house yet. I'm betting that in the future, I will have your house. I'm hoping that I will be able to buy your house. But what if your house isn't for sale? And that's exactly what happened this week. When some of the online trading platforms shut down the liquidity of the stock, they prevented you, the little guy, from buying the stock. And people were righteously indig indignant at this, and I think rightfully so. Because why is it fair to bail out and protect the large hedge funds? Do you know what it takes to invest in a hedge fund? You have to be what's called a qualified investor. I deal with qualified investors in my day job, so I know exactly what they are. The SEC has very strict guidelines on who gets to invest in these things, and certainly not me, and it's not you either. To become a qualified investor, you have to have at least a million dollars of liquid net worth. In other words, money that you, lying around that you are willing to lose. 
That's not available to us. So these investment opportunities and these hedge funds are not available to you and me. And yet, these are the very guys who are going to mommy government asking for a bailout, and they are the ones who asked the online trading platforms to halt trading of the stock by little guys to stop the short squeeze. Because the little guys rose up using online platforms and they put multi-billion dollar hedge funds into a short squeeze. Billions of dollars were flying around this week to to prevent these ultra-rich qualified investors from going broke, at least in that investment. And uh, you can expect that the SEC will now use this and hijack it for nefarious purposes because what does government do it grows infinitely what did ronald reagan say about uh, attaining eternal life on earth start a government program so i'm sure that the the consumer financial protection board started under obama which ostensibly is there to protect you and me is going to side with the hedge funds so that's the first reason why i say don't buy the stock um the second reason obviously uh, you missed the bubble. I missed the bubble. It is in a bubble. It will go down. It cannot continue to go up. We all know that. This is the, our logic. Our reason tells us this. Um, so, too bad. So sad. Now, the third thing that I really want to talk about, and this relates to Catholic view of business ethics of economics. Okay, is called the common good. Now, the common good is not the communist good, and uh, a guy like Father Casey shown here again, just so we can see him, will will confuse these two things. He will talk all day long about the communist good, but not talk about the common good, and these two things are, are very different. The common good basically just means to create a society in which it is, it is encouraged for us to become virtuous. That is the society in which we all want to live. That is the society in which I want to live and you ought to want to live. That is the common good. When you found a business... You should be producing a good or a service which does not detract from the common good, which is not inherently sinful, A, but B, that's something that actually creates something of value, a valuable good, a valuable service, something that enhances the lives of people and enables them and permits them to live lives of virtue. So, a perfectly great opportunity to buy and sell cars. Okay, great. People can use their cars. They can go to mass. They can get jobs. They can provide for their families. This is a good thing. But what does a hedge fund do? What does a hedge fund produce? What is the common good of a hedge fund? The fact of the matter is is that it is merely financial speculation by ultra-wealthy people who are able to move the market and bend it to their wills so that they can create money on top of money, so that their money can reproduce. This used to be a stated error, a heresy of the church called usury, when you expect your money to make money by virtue of the fact that it is money. Now, this isn't really strictly enforced in the church today, and to the extent, to the extent we all live in the United States, which is I will describe as a post-capitalist society, we do sort of expect our money to reproduce like rabbits. But don't let your families reproduce like rabbits, or the Holy Father might have something to say about it. So we've got, we're in a post-usurious society in which usury is all around us, and guys like hedge funds are not actually creating anything of value. So in a truly Catholic society, we would rise up against the hedge funds. We would put them all into a short squeeze. We would buy all the stocks that they have artificially suppressed and, and bankrupt them, and maybe make a buck or two 
in the process. So I think it's a very Catholic response to go after these hedge funds. They create nothing of value and they contribute zero to the common good. But there's one other thing that I want you to consider, and this will be my last point. I want you to consider the fact that we live not only in a post-Christian, not only in a post-capitalist society, but we live in a post-constitutional country. And by that, I mean that we live in a society in which the hedge funds will always be favored and valued. And uh, even worse than that, the rule of law really doesn't exist in this country. And you know that. We all know that. We witnessed that over this past election cycle, for example. So what we could, in fact, be witnessing is a disinformation campaign, a controlled demolition of a couple hedge funds. Now, are they really going to let them go under? No. Rich guys, billionaires are going to bail them out. Uh, and this whole interaction will be used to justify further government intervention into the capital markets on behalf of the guys who have and against those who have not or have very little, like me. So what does that mean? That means that while it's exciting to watch a populist uprising against uh, against our ultra-rich qualified investor tormentors who are running the world and manipulating the market to their benefit and to our loss, uh, don't get too excited about it. And that's my warning to you. That's my final point. Don't get too excited because we could literally be witnessing. I wouldn't put it past them, ladies and gentlemen. After all that we have seen, after what we saw on January 6th, I wouldn't put it past them to engage in a controlled demolition of this a hedge fund or two as a uh, as a uh, casualty, let's say, so that they can stoke these populist uprisings, give you some false hope, and then flip that false hope into a justification for further government encroachment of every aspect of our lives. And that is exactly why I say don't buy the stock and don't get super engaged in it so uh hey thanks for watching this video i really hope that i want to keep it short so i'm not going to take any questions but i do encourage you to please share the video with other people because it's important that we engage in the marketplace it's important that we understand the culture and how money works and this is why i ultimately want to write a book about money and actually just define what money is which will be the first half of the book but don't get swept away, ladies and gentlemen, and don't feel like you missed out. If you missed out on this opportunity, that's fine. Trust me, don't, if you buy in now, you're going to lose money. And maybe that's why Robinhood shut down trading. Maybe that's why. But I think ultimately we are going to find out that the reason, the true reason why they shut down the trading platform is because the hedge funds told them to. And that is a federal crime that we're probably not going to see investigated. God bless you.